Today's daf Nun Aleph, we left off on Nun on the base, four lines to the bottom. We're continuing the sugya of Bar, and we've learned so far that according to Rav, the chi of a Bar is only on its Hevel, but not the Chavata, not the impact. And Shmuel says not only the Hevel, but also there's a chi of on the Chavata. Four lines to the bottom, Nun on the base. Zahutur Arisa the Deloy. There was a shar that fell into an irrigation ditch, which Rashi tells us was six Tvachim deep. Right now there was no water, just an empty ditch, so it was a Bar that was only six Tvachim deep. Rashi says the reason why such a thing is generally referred to as an Amas Hamayim is Gufa because it's an Amma deep and an Amma wide. So it fell into the sixth Tafach ditch. Shafte Mari, then the owner pulls it out and shechted the animal within 24 hours of this accident. Tarfe of Nachman. Rav Nachman said the animal is a trefer and you may not eat it. Rashi explains the trefer here, there's 18 trefers in Chulun. This one is the Risuk Evarn, which the, Gemar, the Mishnah in Chulun tells us that if you have an animal that falls off of a roof, even though there's no visible injury other than the fact that it can't stand, so we say that if you wait a full 24 hours from the time that it happened and then you shechted, it's fine. If within those 24 hours, it stood up and started walking. Also, that's good enough. You don't have to wait 24 hours. But however, in this instance, the shar did not get up, and it also was within 24 hours, and he went to shaft it. It's the of Nachman. It's the tray of Risa Kevarim, and you now eat it. Amr of Nachman. If only this owner would have taken just a kav of kamach and used that towards the expense of traveling, and he went, he would ask and present the question to the base manager. They would have told him, and they would have given the, they would have told him the halach. If you wait 24 hours and then shaft, it'll be fine. Had he done that, he would not have lost his shar, which is worth much more than that, because he would have waited. Alma, what do we see from this story? That there's an impact that can cause death even at a distance of less than 10 Tvachim. And the Taisis Rabbeinu Peretz here explains that had Rav Nachman held that less than 10 Tvachim doesn't have a Chavata of Misa, it's just will injure it, then he never would have said it's a Trefa, because Trefa is not an injury. Trefa means it's going to die. And therefore the fact that he turned it into a Trefa must be that he holds that even at a depth of less than 10 Tvachim, already there is a Chavata of Misa. So in fact, the Gemara Yisri, Rav Nachman, our Mishnah, if the bar is less than ten tefachim deep, the animal falls in and dies. Potter, my time. Why is it potter? Because less than ten doesn't have an impact that's able to give it a, 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 give it death. Now that you're not going to say that even less than ten tefachim is a chavata for misa. After the loy, which the less be havla. No, because if it's less than ten, there's no havel. Of course, there is a chavata. It's just. The, you're going to be potter, Zakh Rashi, because of Nachim that the Chi of Bar is only out the Hevel, not out the Chavata. But the Chavata is certainly there, and therefore when it comes to Trevor, which has nothing to do with Hilchas Bar, Avadah Zakh Nachman, an animal that falls, a distance of even less than ten tvachim certainly is going to be a chavata. It's going to be a treifa. The next part of the mishnah says v'im the bach puts in v'im huzak b'chayiv. If the animal gets damaged in this bar that's less than ten tvachim, then he will be chayiv. Haldes b'havla. Ah, there's no havel. Similar to what we had earlier. If you tell me you tells the chavata, the gemara can understand that a, chav, a, a, a bar that's ten, nine tvachim has a chavata for injury, and a bar of ten tvachim has chavata for misa. But if it's alts havel, the gemara at this point understands that if there's no havel, if it's less than ten, then there's no havel at all, not even for injury, and that the yeah, if it's less than 10, there's not a hevel that'll kill it. But v'yesh hevel in a zak, and there is at least enough hevel, the air is dangerous enough that it will make it ill. It might not kill it, but it will injure it. Eisvei. When they had someone that was high of skila, so they would push him off from a platform that was the height of two heights of a person. The Bryce says on that, plus his height. He's falling from a distance of three heights. 
If Nachman holds that falling from less than 10 Tvachim will already have an impact that causes death, why do they make it so high? You that hold, okay, not 10, less than 10 not, but you agree that at 10 there is Chavata, so Navarasar, why do they make it so high? Even you have to agree that there's a different reason here. Like Rav Nachman, the Pasuk says, we learn from here, you have to choose a proper Misa, meaning the Misa that will die very quickly, and therefore, even though it's true, he might die from a, from a, a height of just 10 Tvachim, nevertheless, they made it higher in order that he should die faster. That's the So make it even higher, he'll die even faster. If you do it any higher, then when he falls, the impact will cause the body to break apart, and that we don't want. Eisvei, the Pasuk Nekisete says, by the Parsha of Micah, it says, Ki yifal hanoifal mi menu, vidarshin mi menu, he's falling from his rishos, v'loi, the Bach puts in a letter, lama, not a base, v'loi litachoi, so the drasha is, you're falling from his rishos, but not into his rishos, what does that mean, keitzad? Hoisi rishos arabim, gavoi mi menu asar tvachim, let's say the rishos arabim is higher than his rishos, ten tvachim high, and then v'noifal, the Bach changes it to, based on Rashi, v'noifal means, not that he actually fell, but if one were to fall in such a setup, what would the fall be? It would be mi from the Rishos Rabbim, which is above, into his Rishos. So in such a case, Potter, he has no chiv to build a Micah. However, if his Rishos is lower than the Rishos Rabbim by 10th Vachim, Vinoifel again, we change it to Vinoifel, one who falls in such a scenario would be falling from his Rishos into the Rishos Rabbim. So such a setup, Chayiv, then he does have an obligation to put up a Micah. That even at, at a distance of less than 10th Vachim, there already is an impact that could cause death. So Lamali Asar, why don't he 10th even if it's less than Tadvachim, this is the same Sakana of Misa, and there should be a Chi of Maikah. The reason why you have a mica is not just because it's dangerous. It's because you have a bias. And if you don't have a bias, even though it might be just as dangerous, if it's not a bias, you don't have a chi of mica. If the word is that it has to be called a bias, so why does the Bryce say that we measure it from the outside how much space there is between the Shusarab and his Rishos? We're measuring from the outside. You have to know that if it has to be a bias, so you have to subtract all the materials that are used by the roof of the house and from into the house it's not tenfachim the airspace in the house is not tenfachim if outside it measures exactly ten and since it's not chazil the so you're lacking the requirement of bias no problem you want to satisfy that requirement so inside they dug at the floor and they deepened the floor a little bit so now there's an airspace of ten that's what he did even if it measures less than ten from the outside still it's still on the inside could be ten and it would have a requirement of a mic but you dug down deep a little bit more so since it has a shame bias because there's now an airspace of ten so now there should be a chi of a mic even if falling from his shows that the shazaram is less than ten because Rav Nachman holds that there's a chavah of Misa, even less than 10. Ella says the Gemara Vada, the reason why you need a 10 tefach measurement from the outside is because that there is no Chavata less than 10. I, Rav Nachman, it's not Shreya Rav Nachman, because Haina Tarm Rav Nachman, because he holds me crazy the Tura La'ara Kamahavi. The animal is not resting on the floor. There's an airspace between the floor and the start of its body. So how much? That's fourth Tvachim of airspace. And I recently did the Lord Kamahavi Shita, as we said, the depth of that ditch is six. So four and six together is a total of ten. So when he has the impact of its body is and that's where Avnachim said it's a treifa because there's a chavata of ten tvachim. The Mishnah seemed to say that in order to have a chavata in a bar it has to be a depth of ten tvachim. Why? Because you can add the four from the belly of the animal till the start of the bar. So you should only need six, not ten. And the Rashbi here points out that according to Rav, this kasha is not sure at all. 
because you have to focus on the Hevel, and there's certainly no Hevel if the depth of the bar is less than 10. It's only according to Shmuel. The Gemara is asking that according to Shmuel that a bar is high, also al Tzchavato, so then you should not need 10 Tfachim, because you should take into consideration the distance from the body of the animal to the start of the bar, and Zok the Rajma, from here it's Muhak, that Rav Nachman, at least the Gemara holds, that Rav Nachman holds like Shmuel, the Maskana, not like Rav. Rashi at the beginning said it was like Rav that was in the Havimir, the Maskana, the Gemara is Klar, that Rav Nachman holds like Shmuel. Ami, the Gemara answers, Masnisen, the Iganda Labari, talking about he was lying on the ground, it rolled, and that's how it fell into the bar. That's why it requires a bar of 10. Now, according to the Pashtas of the Gemara, it should come out that according to Shmuel, you only need a bar of 10 Tfachim when it's a animal that's lying on the floor and then rolls into the bar. But if it's just standing up like normal and it falls in like regular, in a Zaha where there is a Chavata of 10 Tfachim, so you don't need that the actual depth of the bar is Tfachim. The depth of the bar should really be irrelevant. However, the Rosh says it's not like that. He says the Torah was only Mechayim in a bar that kills in every instance. And since a bar that's less than 10 his putter when the animal will be lying on the ground, so then even if it falls in like normally in the Kadarka, still it's going to be putter. Says the Mishnah, Bar shall shnei shutran. You have a bar owned by two people. One guy passes, the first one does, and he doesn't cover it. The second one does the same. It's the second one that will be chai for any damages, and the Rishon will be potter. And Rashi tells us what the Gemara is going to tell us that the case is talking where when that first one left the bar, he left it in a way that the second one was still using it. So the first one was not negligent at all. It was only the second one that's negligent. That's why the second is chai and the first one is potter. How do you have a bar that's owned by two people? So who holds that it doesn't have to be a bar Even in his rishus will be chayim. It's very easy to find such a case. They own a chatzah together, and they own the pit together. And they're mafka their rishus, so now that gives access to other people, so you can't tie into what are you doing in my rishus, but they were not mafka their bar. That's a simple solution. But if you hold that a bar in his rishus is potter, so so what is the instance that you chayiv on bar? It's But that can't be. How can you have that it's owned by two people? Nobody owns anything in the public domain. If they now appointed a shliach and they said, okay, you go dig for us in the Shazarabim, and that's how you could have two people, two people being liable for the same bar in Shazarabim. The Mashalech is the one that is not going to be chayiv. It's the shliach that's the one that's chayiv. That's not going to work. Okay, so let's say one of them dug five at five fachim deep, the other added the five to a total of ten. So in the stalkuluhu maiserishim, that last one removes the maiserishim, meaning the sole responsibility is on him. Only the last one is going to be chayiv. So you don't have the case of the Mishnah. It's not called, it's not called the bar shel shnei shutfin. It's the bar of just the last one. So hanicha the Rebbe ulin ezalkem shkachasla. If we go like Rebbe, the Gemara is going to introduce this much like soon, and it's talking about where the thing that fell in it got damaged. So then you can have a case of the both chayiv. Yes, but the Rebbe. Because he's murdered by the case where the animal dies, then it's only the Achar and his Chayav, not the Rishan. Ula Rabbana, that Argon Rebbe, Bain Lemisa, Bain Lemisa, in all instances, Hechim Meshkach, how do you have a Barshal Shotfin? I'm Rebbe Yechon, and Kagoin, you have an example. For example, you have somebody that dug nine Tvachim, and for that last Tvach, Sha'akrushne, and Chulibavas Achas, and they both take out that last piece of dirt, that last tafach, and they deepen it to ten. And now you don't have an achrin because they both made the bar together. So Sai Rebbe, Sai the Rabbana, they're both going to be chayiv if the animal dies and Kolshik, and if it just gets injured. What is this machlek? Is it Tanya? One of them digs a bar nine tafach deep, and the other one deepens it to ten. Ha'achrin chayiv, the last one is chayiv, whether the animal that falls in it dies or whether it gets injured. Rebbe Yomer, Achar Achar in Lamisa, Machim to the Rabbanon, if the animal that falls in and dies, yes. But Achar Shneim when it's up, if the animal that fell in got damaged, then they're both chayiv. My time to the Rabbanon, what's the reason of the Rabbanon to say that Achar is chayiv? And Rashi clarifies that as far as the Misa, 
doesn't need any posse, because that first person only dug a bar of night fachim, which is not a sheer misa. It's posh that he's pot And Rebbe doesn't even argue in that case. That's not Bukhal the issue. The whole shayla is, is if the animal gets damaged, because that first person did do a sheer mizakin, that's the machlaikis. Is it only the achma that's higher or both? And on that, the Gemara says, here, my time with Rabban, why is it the Rabban hold that even by mizakin, it's only the achma and chayim? Either Rishon Lamaisa did a sheer of mezik, the Amar Kroah, for the Gemara, because the Pasuk says, ki yiftach vichi somebody else dug the bar, and all I did was open it. I'm already liable, so I'll create the koshke, certainly if I dig it. To teach me to someone that digs an additional tefach after the first person already dug nine tefachim, like my serishan, already the my serishan is gone, and the acharon is the sole res- person that's responsible over here, and it's the acharon that's chayev. No, there's no cash over here. You can't darshan that. We need both. Like we had earlier on Dafnun, the Gemara there said that if it didn't say Yechira, I would have thought that only someone that opens a bar, it's good enough if he then covers it. But someone dug the bar, maybe he has to fill up the bar. Covering is not enough. And if it just said Ki Yechira, I would have thought that somebody that just opens the bar maybe doesn't have a chayev to cover it because he didn't do any maisa in the bar. That's why I have to say both. Ki Yechira and Ki to teach me that by both of them, there's a chiv to cover it, and if you do cover it, there'll be potter. So you don't have a drush over here. So if it's up to my rabbanon, I'm even the rabbanon also have the same zikha, so the rabbanon says, you're right. Only one. And which one is the one that's responsible? We're going to say it soon in the Gemara. They were being the Mayat, the first one. Only the second one is Chayyab, but the first one is Potter. And the Miat here, again, Rashi reiterates, the Miat is only for the Nizak. And as far as the Misa, it doesn't need any Pasuk at all because that first person didn't do a share Misa. So it has to be coming to tell me that the Acharain is going to be Chayyab. Even by Nezakim, but the first one's Pater. Virebi. Rebbe holds that they're both Chayim. What do you do with this Joshua? When we buy like Yichre Ishbar, with Arshon Velo Sharbar, the person has to do it, not his Shar. Virebonon. Trey Ishbar Ksivi, there's two, so I can pull up both Joshua's. Virebi, I did the Kasavai, Kasavai, and therefore you don't have to Darshan both. So we granted that we have the drasha of Echad Velashnaim. So we know that they're both not high, but how do you know which one's which? How do you know that it's the Achran Chayim of the Rishon of Pater? Maybe the reverse. Lesakodaitik says the Gemara Damarkov, the Hamesi Eloi, Midarshan, Hahu the Ka'avid Misa, the one that did the Misa. Before it was only a bar of nine Tfachim, which is only for damages. This guy that ended, added the last Tefach, that's the tenth Tefach, that's the Tefach of Misa, the Hamesi Eloi. He's the one that's going to be Chayim. So when it says Echad Velashnaim, which one is the one that's Chayim? It's the one, the Hamesi Eloi, the one that did that tenth the person has a carbon, it got a moment he was pited, falls into a bar, Potter, the owner of that bar is Potter, that it's right to now give this corpse, this novella, over to to, to his clavin, which excludes the Psalm Magdash and the Gemara and Bechir's Darshans, that it says, V'achalta, Ridarshan, V'achalta, V'lay, V'klavacha. So the kids are reusing the Joshua for something else. Ami, everything more. V'la, Mamela, Shamamela, Deva, Hudav, Amisa, Askina, Domi, Omatically, Learn out that it means the Hudav, Amisa, meaning Rash explains, we can learn both things out of the, out of the Pasuk. We can learn the Din of Rava, that a sharp Psalm Magdash is potter by Bar, and we can also learn out that the Joshua of Ki Yichra Ishbar that says, Echavale Shnayim, it's the Achran that's Chayim. But, Zabtaisis of Inapair, it's that from this Pasuk alone, Vamesi Aloy, that's not good enough. Enough. Because without the drasha of Echav Lashnayim, then I would have darshan of Amesi Eloi in Gansan Virov. But now that I have a drasha of Echav Lashnayim, so then it's good enough. I can learn off of Amesi Eloi besides Rabbah's halacha. I could also learn out, be Megala on that drasha, which of the two are Chayim. It's a teaching that it's the Achran that's Chayim in the region as well. One person digs ten tefachim deep. He adds another ten for a total of twenty. So each one did a shear. They did a shear of misa. If an animal falls in and dies, they're all responsible. He digs ten tefachim deep. Another person comes. He 
initially it was very wide, this pit, and now he narrows it by adding plaster and putting design into the plaster. And now that he put in all this stuff, he narrowed it very much. And now he made the hevel much more intense. When it was originally very wide, it was not so much hevel, but he intensified it. The Bryce says, Ha'achon chayv, it's only that last one is chayv. It doesn't say all of them are chayv. So Zaktan Marlema, ha, Rebbe. The first Bryce that says that they're all chayv, that's Rebbe who said that when you dig a bar of nine tfachim, since you did a shear, that's chayv in Nezakin, so now you become a shutif in the Nezakin, even after the person digs in another, another tefak to make it ten. So here's also, the first people that dug a shear misa, they dug ten tfachim, they're all shutfin in the Tashlumen of misa. And ha, the Bryce that says that it's only the Achon chayv, the Rishon Potter, is Rabbanon, because they darshan ishachar v'leshnai, no, they're both Rabbana. So why in the first Bryce are they all Chayiv? When did they say it's only the responsibility of the last one? That's when the first one didn't do a Shir Misa. He only dug a, a bar of Tess, which is a bar for the Zakim, but not for Misa. But if the first one does a full tenth Vachim, which is a Shir for Misa, they're all going to be Chayiv. Because when we have the Miyat, the Miyat's going on a case where you're a Chayiv for a bar of Tess. That it can't be Mechaim, because it says, and he didn't do a Shir Misa, but over here that he did do a Shir Misa, so the Rabban will be masked that they're all Chayim. But in that Brisa, the first one did do a Shir Misa, because he did 10 Vachim, and yet it still says, there was no Hevel for the Misa because it was so wide, it's, it has the, it's as if he, he dug a bar of, of Tess, even though it was actually 10, but it was so wide that there wasn't enough Hevel, it's the same as, as digging a bar of Tess. By nearing it, now he added it, now it's Lamisa. That's why the first one is put there, even from Nizakin, like we said, because it's similar to a Chayv Bar Tess, and the other person comes and Mashlam to Asara, that according to the Abanan, it's only the Achra that's Chayv, even when it comes to damages. Rebbe, they're both Rebbe. Why? Rashi explains that Zemachleik is going on. Because this Lashon holds that according to the Rabbanon, just like they pater by someone that digs tests, you pater from Nezakin, even though he dug a share of Nezakin, still they're, so they're also going to pater over here, those first people, even though they dug a share Misa, they will be pater according to the Rabbanon. So it has to be all Rebbe, and half the Tani Kulach Yaman Shaper. The first price that said, oh, Chayv, that fits good. And the, price, the second price that said, only the last one's Chayv, how does that fit with Rebbe? There wasn't any Hevel at all. And therefore, the first one is pater even from Nezakin. Zakrashi, that's going according to Rab, that holds the only Chayv for the Hevel, not for the Chavata. And Zakrashi, it's only according to Rebbe. Maybe that we had to say that there wasn't a hevel not only for Misa but even for Nezakin, because if there was a hevel for Nezakin, then the, the Rishon would be a shutter for Nezakin. But Zagrashi could fit like Shmuel as well. According to Shmuel, it says that Yechayev on the Chavata, he'll say that it's talking about what was filled with cushions on the bottom, so therefore there is no Chavata, there's only the hevel to speak of. And there was no hevel, because there was no hevel side for Misa, side for Nezakin. That person that put on the plaster, now he's adding hevel side for the Misa, side for the Nezakin, and therefore even according to Rebbe, it's only the last one that's going to be Chayev. So it comes out that we have a Machlech because we need to do the if that first person digs a pit of 10 Tvachim and the second one is mashlim to 20, according to the first Lashen, they're both Chayev because the first one did a Shir Misa. According to the second Lashen, even in this case, it's only the Achman that will be Chayev. You have a bar that's less than 10 Tvachim deep and he now puts at the mouth of the bar, he puts on an, a, a, a rock that now, now the airspace, if you measure from the top of that, that, that ledge, that ridge that he added to the top and you go to the bottom of the bar, now the airspace is 10 Tvachim. 
What's the halacha? Banal is Rebbe Virabanan. We come to that same machlaik according to the Rebbe, the last one's Chayiv, Cypher, Nezak, and Cypher, Misa. According to the Rebbe, Acha Achar, Lomisa, and Acha Shteim, Lenezak. In fact, in Rabshita, what's the difference if he adds it, the, that last Tavach, he completes it to 10 Tavachim at the bottom, or he adds it at the top? Everything where I'll tell you why. Maybe only the bottom. When he adds at the bottom, then it's the Hevel of that last person that's killing it. That's why the Achar will be lied. But if he adds it at the top, where it's not its Hevel that's doing it, Maybe not. Maybe Sire Rabban and Sire Rabbi, the Achim will be Potter because it's not his Hevel that's doing it. Kamashma, that's Rav's Kiddush, that there is no difference between adding it at the bottom and adding it at the top. Boy Rav, Tom Tafach, if the person fills it up, so somebody dug a bar of nine Tafachim, and then another person comes and adds it to ten Tafachim, and then that last person comes back and he fills it up, that Tafach that he added, he turned it back into a nine Tafach bar, or Vesilek Avon of the Vavazin, or in the case where he increased it to ten Tafachim by adding to the top, like Rav's case before, and now he comes and removes it. Ma, what's the din? Now it's back to being a bar test, so there's no Shaila that there's no Chiyamisa anymore. If somebody fall, if a behemoth falls in and dies, there's nothing because it's not a bar of Yod. But now it is a bar test and it is high for damages. So we want to what's if an animal falls in and gets damaged, me, I mean, and my dove, it's chocolate. The last person, what he did, he reverted that, he put it back, so it's only the Rishon that's going to be high for the damages. When he dug that tenth tefach, so he took over sole responsibility for the whole bar, it's entirely in his Rishos. And now it becomes the bar tisha of that last one, and it'll be high, at least for damages. Take it to buy the lechshita. Amar Rabbi Bechanan Rabbi Shmuel Bar Marta Bar Shmoyner. If you have a bar that's eight tefachim deep, umehen shnei tefachim mayim. Two out of those eight are with water, and water, Rashi tells us, generate more heaven. Halacha is chayiv. My time, a kol tefach for every tefach of water in the bar is ketrei diabashadami. It's like two, uh, if it was dry. So in this bar of Shmaynas, we have six tefachim until you get to the water. Then we have two tefachim of mayim, which is like four tefachim without water. So a total of ten tefachim, and you're going to be chayiv. Yibayilu, now the Gemara is going to try to get to the bottom of this halacha. Bar tisha, umehen tefach echad mayim. Let's say it's only nine tefachim, and one of those tefachim is water mayim. Water like there was before, it's only a tefach, so less buhavla doesn't have the equivalent of a bar of ten tefachim of hevel. I don't like even the amik it's deeper than it was before because here it's nine, before it was only eight. It's behavla, maybe it does have the same hevel as a bar of yod. Bar shiva, what if it's only seven deep and three of those tefachim have water? Me, I mean, even the fishimaya tefei. Now there's more, there's three tefachim worth of water, so Isbehavla has the equivalent of a bar of ten. It's only seven tefachim deep, before it was eight. Less Behavla doesn't have the same hevel as a bar of ten, and teku. Somebody dug a bar of ten tefachim, and then somebody else comes, and he widens the opening. So Amalei Rabba told him, He did a gavaldic thing, he was memayed the hevel. Amalei Rishuzi said, no, because the behemoth fell in, the way Rashi Dois has learned, in the spot that initially there wasn't, it wasn't open. So then perhaps, had he not widened, it, maybe the behemoth wouldn't have continued in going all the way to the edge of the bar. Maybe he never would have fallen in. We observe. If it died from the Hevel, when he widened it, he was Mamayat that Hevel, so he's Potter. But if he died from the impact, that he did, that he is responsible for his Chayim. If he fell in Taka at the point where he widened it, so he's Chayim. But if he fell in anyhow from the other side, and he didn't do anything to cause the death, and therefore he's going to be Potter. If you have a bar, that its depth is exactly equal to its width. It has hevel until the width is greater than its depth. But if it's equal, like in this case, there will still be hevel and you're going to be high for such a bar. It has to be deeper than it is wide. But when it's equal, there is no hevel and you're going to be potter. Okay, we'll pause there. So today we learn 
that chavata for misa is only when you have a nefila of ten tefachim, and we measure that from the body of the animal to the point of the impact. The reason why in the Mishnah it measures it from only the opening of the bar is because it's talking about where the animal was lying down and it rolled, and that's how it fell into the bar. If somebody digs a bar of nine tefachim, somebody else comes and finishes it off to ten, whether he does it at the bottom or he adds to the top, and then an animal falls in there and dies, the last one is chayv because the rishon didn't do a share misa. But if all he did was get damaged, according to Rebbe, they're both chayv, but according to the body, we learn from Sukkim that it's only the last one that's chayv. If he then fills up that tefach, that's if Shadol will be high for the damages or not. If somebody digs a bar of 10 Tvachim, somebody else comes and mash them to 20, then an animal falls in there and dies. It's a machlek between two Lashinus. If according to the Abanan, the Rishon is also high because he did a Sher Misa, or even in this case, it's only the Achron that's high. You have a bar of eight tvachim, and two of those eight are filled with water, and water adds more hevel. He's chayv, because it has the equivalent of the hevel of a bar of yud tvachim. However, if it's a bar of nine tvachim, and one of them has mayim, or it's a bar of seven tvachim, and three of those tvachim are water, that's ibaydul ifshita. Is it the same as the hevel of a bar of yud or not? If somebody digs a bar of ten tvachim, somebody comes and widens it. According to the first lashon of Ravashi, the second one is chayv only if it died from the chavata, but if it died from the hevel or not. According to the second lashon, the sheni is chayv if the behemoth fell in, in the place that he widened it. And finally, it's a mechalikas amrayim if a bar has hevel only if its depth is greater than its width, or even if it's equal, it'll also have hevel, but if the width is greater than its depth, everybody agrees there is no hevel.